Hey folks, this is Jesse Cope, back with another episode of the American Soul Podcast. Hope y'all are doing well, wherever y'all are, whatever part of the day you're in. As always, I sure do appreciate y'all joining me and give me a little bit of your time. For those of y'all that continue to share the podcast, tell others about it, I'm incredibly grateful for that. And for those of y'all that have come over to Patreon and joined one of the different tiers there to get the additional podcasts or the video casts on the weekends or to be able to contact me, I'm incredibly grateful for that as well. So thank y'all. The financial support helps. Not a whole lot else going on. We're definitely in firewood season and having to starting to go through a decent amount of firewood and chopping and all the things to go with that. But it's nice to have a wood stove to heat the house. And looking forward to food. Big fan of Thanksgiving food. Pretty much all of it. I don't know what y'all find that you enjoy or look forward to, but there's really not much Thanksgiving food that I don't. Turkey, dressing, stuffing, whatever you call it. Even a cranberry sauce, whether it's homemade or out of the can. Gravy. Sweet potatoes, green bean casserole, squash casserole, rolls, ham, potatoes, pretty much the whole nine yards. Bam, getting hungry just sitting here thinking about it. All right, we're going to get going. We're going to jump forward in time a little bit from where we've been. And we're going to read through Thanksgiving Proclamation by President Lincoln. And I think we're actually going to read through one. There's two short ones that I'm going to try and get through. And one is from Jefferson Davis, who was the president of the Confederate States, and the other from Lincoln as the president of the United States of the Union. And, you know, Lincoln made a a quote that we've talked about on this podcast before where he said, both sides were depending upon God claiming that he was on their side. And he said, we, we can both be wrong. And one of us has to be wrong, but we can't both be right. And so often today in culture and politically, we have tried to pretend that that truth isn't true 
we say, well, you can be right from your opinion and your point of view, and, and I can have my opinion and point of view, and we can both be right even though they're opposed, diametrically opposed. And, and that's just not, it's not possible. That's like, sadly, so many Christians we have today that say that there's multiple ways to get to God and, and heaven, and, and that's just simply not true. There's, and there's nothing that backs that up. Jesus Christ says, I'm the way and the truth, right? The light and the life. There's, there's no possible way as somebody that follows Christ for me to tell you, yeah, there's a bunch of ways you could get to heaven. And, and that goes along with this modern idea of that all religions are equal. And they're not. And our founders didn't believe that. And we show that pretty consistently. And so... I'm going to read both these proclamations just because it gives us kind of an idea of, of how both sides historically really were turning to God. And if you want to take that thought out, in the end, if they both turn to God as they seem to be, it worked out the way he wanted, the best way possible. Now, maybe not, and not you got to understand, not the way he would have really liked it to be. But, you know, there the problem is he gives us free will. And so we get to choose how to act. But, but it would have been pretty horrible had, had the South won. So anyway, those are all kind of just jumbled up thoughts. So I'll, I'll read through this. So this is from 1861. This is President Jefferson Davis of the Confederate States. Whereas it hath pleased Almighty God, the sovereign disposer of events, to protect and defend us hitherto in our conflicts with our enemies, as to be unto them a shield. And whereas with grateful thanks we recognize his hand and acknowledge that not unto us, but unto him belongeth the victory. And in humble dependence upon his almighty strength and testing, trusting in the justness of our purpose, we appeal to him that he may set at naught the efforts of our enemies and humble them to confusion and shame. Now, therefore, I, Jefferson Davis, President of the Confederate States, in view of impending conflict, do hereby set apart Friday the 15th day of November as a day of national humiliation and prayer, and do hereby invite the reverend clergy and the people of these Confederate States to repair on that day to their homes and usual places of public worship and to implore blessing of Almighty God upon our people, that he may give us victory over our enemies, preserve our homes and altars from pollution, and secure to us the restoration of peace and prosperity. Given under hand and seal of the Confederate States at Richmond this 31st day of October, the year of our Lord, 1861, by the President Jefferson Davis. And see, the problem, folks, is that much like we have today, the Confederate States had an Achilles heel. They, they had a flaw, and that was slavery and the immorality of it. And, and you can make all the arguments you want about states' rights and what actually caused the Civil War, you know, 
and and there's there's some truth to that uh, for a lot of people you know stonewall jackson being one of them uh, had no real desire to fight went basically for his state and not the confederate states as a whole uh, and really wanted peace was very much a godly man in the way he lived his life when you read about him in fact uh I don't remember all of them, but I remember one story about him having a slave coming to him and asking him to purchase them because they knew that he was a good master and he didn't he didn't want to do it because he didn't want to have slaves. Uh, I think he ended up doing it with this particular, I believe it was a woman, but I'll have to go back and read about that again. I can't remember right now. But the point was still, regardless of reason, they had this weakness. This, this sin. And it was just, it's, it's like being in a marriage where you're cheating on your spouse or ignoring your spouse or abusing your spouse, whether that be with silence or detachment or emotional or physical abuse. And then you pray to God asking him to bless you and those others that you choose to pray for. Well, it's not going to work, folks. It just doesn't happen that way. And that's like us today. We can turn to God all we want as a nation, and we need to desperately. And, and, and you can make the argument about separating us into little bitty pieces of the pie, right? And so, But as a nation, until we get rid of abortion and quit promoting and condoning LGBTQ relationships, as a nation and get God back into our education and public institutions and public policy, whether it's foreign or domestic. And we're just kind of whistling in the wind. Just like, you know, it's, 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 you can see in, in these, comments davis they really were imploring god for protection for support for strength but how could they do that when they were taking life and liberty away from men just like we are today with abortion when they were supporting an immoral practice just like we do today when we support lgbtq relationships and feminism And they couldn't, and, and in the end, they didn't receive his protection and support and strength. And that's the same path that we're going down now, folks. And you say, well, you can talk about the different halves, and we're going to read Lincoln's now. Uh, I think there's, well, and, and you forgive me my arrogance here, folks. I know that there are some really strong correlations between the South, and the modern-day American left. And the Germans of the 1930s and the modern-day American left. And the question is really, is there enough of a similarity? Is there is there enough the same between those on the conservative Christian side 
that stand for our founding faith and principles that is similar to the North, similar to the British after they finally woke up and our own Americans of the greatest generation. Do we have enough? Thanksgiving Day, 1862, Abraham Lincoln, President of the United States of America, a proclamation. It has pleased Almighty God to vouchsafe signal victories to the land and naval forces engaged in suppressing an internal rebellion, and at the same time to avert from our country the dangers of foreign intervention and invasion. It is therefore recommended to the people of the United States that at their next weekly assemblages and their accustomed places of public worship, which shall occur after notice of this proclamation, shall be, have been, received. They especially acknowledge and render thanks to our Heavenly Father for these inestimable blessings that they then and there implore spiritual consolation in behalf of all who have been brought into affliction by the casualties and calamities of sedition and civil war, and that they reverently invoke the divine guidance of our national councils to the end that they may speedily result in the restoration of peace, harmony, and unity throughout our borders and hasten the establishment of fraternal relations among all the countries of the earth. In the witness whereof I have here unto set my hand and caused the seal of the United States to be affixed, done at the city of Washington this tenth day of April, the year of our Lord, 1862, and of the independence of the United States, the 86th. So you can kind of see both sides, like Lincoln said himself, turning to God, and yet God couldn't be for and against the same thing at the same time. And so when we see these issues today, one of the mistakes that we make is we think, well, we can just sit there and coexist. We can reconcile with these people that have views that are opposed on moral issues. I was talking to somebody recently uh, within the last few days and we were talking about this, you know. A hundred years ago, you had people that were really strongly politically minded one way or the other. But the thought of murdering babies by the tens of millions was not on either side. The thought of supporting the immorality and deviancy and mutilation and, and just destruction wrought by, the, by, by feminism and LGBTQ relationships was not on either side. Uh, the thought of, of flooding the country with tens of millions of criminals and terrorists was not on either side. The thought of rejecting God out of our government and education, public institutions, public life, and punishing those who held to our founding faith and principles based on the teachings of Christ was not on either side. 
not accept as perhaps in such a minority as to be insignificant of even mentioning on the fringes. So we had these common core values, and, and that's what made, that's why Coolidge's comment is so valid today, where he talked about the fact if, if these principles of Christ ever ceased to be practically universal in our country, universal, folks, then the country would fall apart, and that's why we are today, because we can have different opinions on how we tax people to a certain extent, as long as it's not immoral, you know, hypocritical, meaning treating different groups of citizens by different standards, which we're doing today as well. But we can talk about, maybe you think the tax rate ought to be uh, 10%. Maybe I think it ought to be 30%. Uh, maybe you think it ought to be an income tax. Maybe I think it ought to be a sales tax, etc. You know, and we can have really strong opinions about it. But those core values that we talk about, and I think this is what Lincoln was getting in his quote, and how you see both President Davis of the Confederate States and Lincoln of the United States when they were talking to God, uh, that was an issue. You weren't going to just be able to sit there and reconcile and, and coexist. It just wasn't going to happen, and we need to come to that realization today. We're at the point. We're not just going to sit here and coexist. You can't have people that think that abortion is murder and those that think that abortion is a right and coexist. One side or the other is going to have to give way. Either the side that thinks it's murder is going to have to say, well, you know what? We think it's murder, but not really because we're not really going to do anything about it. Or the other side is going to have to say, you know what? This is actually a horrible, evil, vile practice and, and we're not going to support it anymore. You can't have people say something is foundational to our country like marriage. Well, marriage is only between one, a man and a woman, like our Supreme Court has verified up until modern times. And those that say, no, marriage is whatever we want it to be. Men and men, women and women, multiple different pairings. One side or the other is going to have to fold. One side, you know, the side that says marriage is between a man and a woman, they're going to have to say, no, you know what? God wasn't really right. We don't really believe and follow him. So we're going to, we're going to go along. We'll just make marriage whatever anybody wants it to be. Or the other side's going to have to wake up and say, you know what? This is really destructive to men and women and children and our country. It's destabilized it and broken families, broken hearts. And, and it was a bad idea. And we're going to go back to God's version of marriage. And, and so these are all just logical. You look at it, folks, that's just, that's the way it goes. And, and this is why I say, I think we're headed toward a fight or, or, and I always add this on, or I try to, we're headed toward communism, socialism, like Stalinist, Russia, Maoist, China. Uh, you know, we're either going to continue down this path and get weaker, or as C.S. Lewis said, we're going to turn around and try and get back to the point that we were doing the right and get stronger. Uh, and, and that's probably going to take a fight. And sadly, <laughs> like the statesman from Britain said during the late 1930s, mid to late, we may just be adding shame 
to the bucket, you know, go to communism, socialism for a little while, and then we're still going to get the fight in the end. So, obviously, we're going to look at some more of these Thanksgiving proclamations. Maybe do another one from Lincoln, because that was such a dark time, and it's so important to see yet again in these times of trial how our country turned to God, you know, and and how we need to be humble and seek forgiveness for our sins, like our founders taught us in their proclamations. Y'all have a wonderful rest of whatever's left of your day. God bless y'all. God bless your families. God bless America. We'll talk to y'all again real soon, folks. Looking forward to it.